Jamie here and welcome to another awesome episode of the Trainer Mind podcast. Got a bit of a special one for you this week. This is 10 business confidence tips. This was taken from a mastermind that I did last year in October. There's lots of awesome knowledge bombs to be taken away. So grab a pen, grab some paper and start to jot these down because these are going to be gold dust for your business and success. Enjoy. I'm going to be deep into the knowledge bombs today, teaching you lots of different things all about confidence. Because for me, confidence is the most important thing to master when it comes to anything that you do with your body, with your brain, or with your business. And to my left, I have 10 different things that I want to talk about today to really get you to understand everything that you need to know about confidence. Because you're going to be going through a lot this next few weeks. Lots of overwhelm, lots of anxiety, lots of questioning yourself. There's things such as imposter syndrome. Um, And what I hopefully want to get to the end of this 10 points on confidence is to get you to really delve deep, learn some new things, get a pen and paper, write some stuff down, and most importantly, implement too. So the first thing that we're going to talk about, and this is something that I mentioned in my training my mentorship day, is sales, okay? When I asked people what they thought about sales and to give me some words that they relate to sales, they were all negative words. They were like icky, pressure. They were things like um, uncomfortable, And they were all kind of negative words that were associated with selling. And you wonder why you struggle to sell your products and your services as a personal trainer or as an online business. And it's because of this. You have a bad relationship with this word. People like to buy things, but they don't like being sold to. But there's a lot of things that people actually need. And your products and services are what people need. Your products and services help people get healthier, happier, fitter, and stronger. And you should be ramming that down people's throat because there's so many people who are not healthy, happy, fit, or strong that need your help. And this is why you need to have a better relationship um, with sales. Can you get me a whiteboard, Mark? Can you? Because it seems to, I thought it was on the back, but it's not. So, what you need to do is flip turn this word sales into not icky, not uncomfortable. You need to say, you need to look at things like opportunity, uh, progress, and most importantly, sales equals results. If people pay you money, you get them results. And you know that if people pay you money, they've, they're invested, they've got skin in the game, and it no longer goes to a conversation, it turns to action. So when it comes to confidence and sales, you just need to flip turn your thought process when it comes to that word sales. So hopefully that makes sense, ladies and gents. Start thinking about that. Start being more confident about selling things. Start looking at sales as an opportunity to work with someone to help them grow. And you need to be confident about selling to people. You need to be open and say, hey, I've got products that are gonna help you. Buy them. And obviously, 
maybe not as abrupt as that, but I'm quite happy to do that because I know that my products are good. And I know if I can get that in, in front of someone, they've invested in it and they, they use it, they're gonna grow. Prime example, ladies and gents, TM60. You know, I stood in front of 100 people saying, this is fucking good because I know what I'm like. I know that I go above and beyond my products. I go above and beyond to make sure that all of you finish this course going, fuck me, that was awesome. And that gives me confidence to say, buy my shit. And that's exactly what I want you to start thinking about with your customers and clients. To build up your confidence, you need a better relationship with that word sales. It's not icky, it's an opportunity for somebody to work with you to get better. Number two, most important one. Fuck ups are good. Fuck ups are good. Something that I say all the time is I'm where I am today because I've made more mistakes and more fuck ups than you. I am constantly making fuck ups. I will actually tell you a fuck up that I've made with Mobile Video Mastery. Yes, I've had massive success this weekend with Mobile Video Mastery, but we're really struggling on Facebook ads because I've moved it from £99 to £199. And from the feedback, I'm spending a lot of money on Facebook ads because people aren't converting. And the main reason is too expensive. So what I'm gonna now think about is an opportunity to people to get it at £99, but also a benefit that they're gonna have is that they've got in their head that it is £199. So I have to think about my marketing, think about my lead magnet and get people in. But if I didn't know that, and I didn't experiment and make that mistake, then I wouldn't obviously know that in the future from when the next one comes out and the next one comes out. I'm aware that when it comes to a digital product that doesn't involve any of my education, doesn't involve any of my interaction, there is a certain threshold limit. And at the moment, with certain things, um, when it comes to a small digital product such as Mobile Video Mastery, that is around 99 to 150 pounds. So that's great insight for you guys by learning about you know, what could be seen as mind mistake, but it's a good mistake to have. Lots of you are going through lots of mistakes at the moment. You're trying sales pages, you're creating email grabbers, you're doing things you've never done before. You're making lots of mistakes. You're fucking it up, but you're learning what not to do. There is nothing better to learn how to do your job correctly than building something, getting tens or even hundreds of people to go to it and then they're emailing you 10, 20 times going, this isn't working, this isn't working, this isn't working. You have a massive panic, you're like, what the fuck's going on? Um, and then you fix it. And then the next time that you launch, you go, I'm not gonna make that mistake again. And that's why my launches are a lot more effortless now because I've made all the mistakes. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll make sure I switch that. And I've made some massive fuck ups on launches before. Um, I accidentally fucked up this Stripe um, I changed Stripe accounts once on a launch and it didn't register my Stripe account. So people were driving and, and buying stuff, but they couldn't buy anything. So I must have lost about 30 to 40 customers, three or 4,000 pounds because I was fucking around. And then I realized, Jamie, the, the hour before you launch something, don't try and change things. I was like, oh, I'll just, I'll just do this. No. So you've got to make these fuck ups, but you've got to understand they're good. They might not feel good at the beginning. They might not feel good at the uh, middle or end. But you will learn from them if you allow yourself to learn from them. And I've got better from making those fuck-ups and mistakes. So, number two, ladies and gents. 
Fuck-ups are good. Make them. Make mistakes. Fail. Get things wrong. That's how you're going to get better. The reason that people don't get better is because they're afraid to make those mistakes. And they have this perfectionism in their head of, I'm right, waiting for the right moment to do something. Um, the guy who invented LinkedIn, Reid Hoffman, he said a great quote. He goes, um, if you're not embarrassed by your first product, you've launched too late. And that's a brilliant quote because if I look back to some of my first products that I launched, they were horrendous. But I just said, right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to launch. These are the best things to my ability that I'm aware of at this moment in time. So fuck ups are good. Number three, for those of you training geeks, you should know the principle of specificity. Okay, this is a training principle, bodybuilding, building, you know, essentially um, it's one of the fundamental training uh, principles and it's called SAID, okay? And what SAID stands for, S-A-I-D, it stands for Specific Adaptation to Imposed Demands. Okay, so when we're talking about actual training, such as hits, such as running, such as jumping on a box, what we're focusing on is specific adaptation to the imposed demands on our body. Because what I want to do is in 12 weeks time, I want to be able to box jump, 10 box jumps a minute, every minute for 24 hours straight. How am I gonna do that? Well, I'm not gonna do it on the straight off. You know, if I wanted to squat 200 kilos, day one, I'm not gonna put 200 kilos on my back and try and do it, it will, it will snap my shit up. What you're gonna do is progressively put that stress on your body so you adapt to it over time. Now I'm talking about your body, but to be honest, there's other two things that I'm talking about with specific adaptation to impose demands, and that's your business and your brain. You need to put pressure on yourself. You need to put stress on yourself. You need to do things that are uncomfortable because what you are doing is you're putting that specific adaptation to the imposed demands. And these things that you're finding difficult at the moment, when you do them every week, and when you challenge yourself to get better, to make those mistakes, your business gets better. You work at a higher level. One of my biggest game changers in my business was when I was a very successful personal trainer and then opened my own gym facility. I went from earning 10 to 15,000 pound a fucking month by myself in a little um, studio, which was awesome, to then suddenly needed to bring in 30,000 pounds a month into a gym facility just to keep the lights on. And that is the said principle. Specific adaptation to impose demands. Jamie, 15 grand a month is great as a trainer, but you're losing 15,000 pounds a month now. You need to think a lot bigger. You need to place greater demands, you need to understand business more, you need to work at a higher level, or you're not gonna be able to carry this gym on. Um, and I did carry the gym on, to the fact that when I closed the gym, the last three months were the most profitable months that we'd ever had, which kind of excited me when I decided to close the gym and go out on my own, because it was like, right, cool. Um, the overheads aren't as steep these days, um, so my level of comfort there is a lot better but it wouldn't be had I not applied this said principle. So think about this, if you're feeling overwhelmed at the moment, if you're feeling like everything's coming down and like, oh, I can't deal with this shit, smile. Hard stuff is good stuff. The reason that you're so nervous in live streams is because everyone is nervous in live streams. No one wants to fucking do them, which is why I'm forcing you to do them every single day 
because you're doing the things that other people don't want to do. And when you do it enough, it becomes a lot easier because you have this specific adaptation to impose demands. So that is the stress, sorry, that is the said principle. Number four, another training, bodybuilding. One, stress plus rest equals growth, okay? You need to place stress on your body, on your business, and on your brain for it to grow. But so many of us, including myself, forget that this is also very, 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 very important if your outcome is to grow. You need to stress your business and your brain and your body as much as possible, but you also need to understand really Muscles don't grow in the gym, they grow outside of the gym. Your business doesn't grow when you're in the thick of it, it's when you're working on it, not in it. So when you're working on it, it's usually the time where you're not thinking about it. Ever get those ideas in the shower? Why? Because you're not thinking about things. Ever feel creative when you go on holiday for a couple of days? It's because of this. You need to know that this is one of the most important things and underrated things that business owners do they do not rest enough we have this hustle generation of only get four hours sleep bollocks get eight hours sleep get fucking nine hours sleep because it doesn't matter what you do when you're doesn't matter what you do when you're awake if you're fucked if you are rested and recovered doesn't matter how long you're up for you're creative you're switched on and you're going to get a lot more stuff done in a shorter period of time so please understand that stress plus rest equals growth Allocate that rest time. Switch your mobile phone off after eight. Nothing good on social media is on there at eight o'clock. Take weekends off if you need to. If you haven't got any launch to that, put your out of offices on. Tell your clients when you work. Say, I don't work on Saturdays. Don't fucking bug me. And be dedicated to that. Because if you give people an inch, they will definitely take a mile. So have these rules set in place for your own sanity and for your own business growth. So, stress plus rest equals growth. So, moving on to number five. Number five is so important. It's understanding that you need three different kinds of investments for your time, okay? So, that's what we're looking at. Investments of time. What three things do we invest when it comes to time? First and foremost, an investment in time is having it off. Weekends as and needs be, are an investment of time off, okay? Doing stuff with your family is an investment of your time. It's a very good investment of your time. Actually investing in holidays and vacations are, a bit, are literally a business expense because the more that you're rested, the more that you grow. Stress plus rest equals growth. So invest in holidays. Take yourself to good fucking places, especially if you work hard. Take yourself to good weekends away and trips and all this kind of stuff to clear your head and look at them as not a distraction but an investment of your time which is going to see your business grow. So time off. Um, time on yourself. You need to invest in yourself. When we're busy business owners, although we're in the fitness industry, although we do gym-based stuff, sometimes we forget that we need to look after ourselves and we can't serve others from an empty cup. 
So we need to allocate time for exercise. We need to allocate time for eating good. We need to you know, allocate time for sleep and rest and all this kind of stuff. You need to look after yourself. You need to check yourself before you wreck yourself. And it's one of the biggest investments of your time because you can't serve others, as I said, from an empty cup. So the investment of time off meant investment of time for yourself. And then finally, something that you're all doing when you're here is your investment of, well, investment of time with others, but also investment of money with others. In order to get better, you've got to learn from other people. Yes, you can figure this shit out from yourself, but if someone's already made the mistakes, then you can bypass that and skip a lot of that time because you learn what not to do pretty damn quick. And when you invest time and money into somebody, you listen more because when you put skin in the game, you listen, you learn and apply. And so many people do not invest in themselves and they wonder why they're not growing. It's like because you're not uncomfortable enough and you're not listening to the right people and you're not investing um, all of that money that you make or any of that money you make in yourself because it's one of the biggest investments. But also you need to invest in other people too and you need to spend time going to seminars, listening to live streams at 1.30 at lunchtime and making yourself better too. So think about the time, okay? Investments, investing time off, holidays, weekends, breaks, investing in yourself, getting healthier, happier, fitter and stronger yourself and investing in others, investing money and time to get better. So that is the three investments of time. Um, Another one, really important, number six, asking for help is a sign of strength. So many people never ask for help for anything, okay? They think that they can figure this shit out by themselves. But what I said before with investment of, um, of time in others, people have done the things that you're looking to do and the more that you ask for help, it's not a sign of weakness, the more that you learn. When you don't ask for help, that's you putting your hands over your ears going, la, 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 I can't hear you, I can't hear you. How do you expect to get better if you're not listening, if you're not learning, and most importantly, that you're not applying? So if you're stuck and you don't know how to do something, ask in the group. I am trying my best to develop this magical crystal ball that understands people's thoughts and feelings and frustrations, but I've yet to find it. Not only create it, but it doesn't appear on Amazon either. Don't ask, don't care. If if you're stuck for something, if you need help, this is what this group is here for. We all have different skills and talents. Some of us are really good at tech. Some of us are fucking shit. Some of us are great at personal training. Yeah, hopefully some of you aren't shit. But there will be something that you're struggling with and there'll be someone in here, if it's not me, that can help. Definitely probably me because, you know, I've gone through all of this stuff um, and I know the right people for the right job. So understand, staying quiet, thinking that you can figure stuff out for yourself. You might figure it out, but it might be six months too late. You might be fucked and you realise that if you invested that time in yourself or you just ask someone for help, you'd be a lot further than where you currently are. Number seven, something I always talk about is the Eisenhower productivity matrix, okay? And it's a square of four. Um, It's do, defer, delegate, and delete. Here's what you need to do. You need to grab your to-do list, the things that you need to get done, and you need to put them in these boxes. 
Do means that's the thing that you need to do and it's urgent and it's important and only you can do. That's the thing that you need to get done this day or this week. That is why I get you to do your focus free. Your three focuses should be one, two, three, the things that you can only do. Defer. These things are important but not urgent. So they might have things that you need to get done but they don't need to be done today or they might not even need to be done this week. You do need a reminder to get them done eventually or at least chunk amounts of time down. If you've got to, retor- if you've got to record 10 tutorial videos for your challenge, don't sit there and do 10 hours back to back of videos. Do one hour or two hours every week for five weeks. Chunk them down. That's deferring it. It's going, right, okay, it's not urgent because I'm not launching the product for five weeks, but I kind of need to do them. So I'll defer them for Tuesdays and Thursdays. And then Tuesdays and Thursdays, those defers become my do's because although they're not urgent now, I've allocated and chunked them down to do them. So do, urgent needs to be done today. Defer, needs to be done, but not today. Next one, delegate. These are things that are not not that important, but still need to be done. And most of those things you can hire other people to do. And that is one of the most important things. If you're struggling with something, if you know that you're shit at tech and know that it's overwhelming you, you're not gonna progress forward, it's gonna hold you back, there are people out there that can do this for you. If you're stuck with sales funnels and emails, there's people that can help you. Yes, okay, you're gonna have to pay some money for it, but what you're actually investing in is being able to spend more time doing the things that you know that you can do, which hopefully in your business is earning you more money. If you're spending six hours on a sales page when you can just pay a couple of hundred pounds and get someone to do it for you, you can spend that six hours doing your talent, doing the thing that you are actually good at doing and actually earning more money from doing it or getting more of your product done of the stuff that you're good at doing, such as workouts, such as you know, recipes, meal plans, etc. Get good at delegating. If you're struggling with something, if you know that somebody else can do it for cheaper, get them, do it. And then delete, one of the most important things, not urgent, not important, there's lots of stuff on your to-do list that you just need to say no to do. And it's very, very hard to do because the trouble with this delete thing is I get lots of exciting opportunities. Uh, Monday, I had to do a delete, okay? I was going to be doing a podcast in Newcastle at, in the middle of the football pitch at the Stadium of Light. Incredible. Problem. I'm going to a gin festival the day before, so that's going to be very hard to get up to Newcastle if my flight's at half past seven. A little bit of stress, but doable. Um, I've got to announce the winners of my J8 Monday evening, which is going to be a bit of a stress because I have to postpone it until Tuesday. So that's going to cause me more work. Thirdly, to get my entire team up there for the day is going to cost 800 quid for flights, for travel, etc. And I'm thinking, well, hang on a minute. That's great. It's going to be a great opportunity to do that podcast. It's going to be a great scenario. But is the impact of that worth the time allocated? And the answer was no, because I can actually do that podcast over Skype. Yeah, it won't look as scenic in the videos in the stadium of light in the middle of a football pitch, but the information that people are going to absorb, especially on a podcast, they're going to hear it. So they're not going to be able to see the stadium. So not only have I saved £800, I've saved a Monday doing it because it only takes me an hour now instead of an entire day. I can then do the results of my J8 challenge on Monday and I can probably have a few more gins on Sunday evening. Happy, happy Jamie. And then it was just the art of then messaging that person and saying, no, 
So that was an exciting thing that I was looking forward to that I had to go, no, Jamie, delete it because you've got more important things. So use this quadrangle. Do, urgent, important, only you can do. Defer, urgent, doesn't need to be done today, but still needs to be done by you. Delegate, kind of urgent, but you can't do it or you don't like doing it or you struggle with it, so you need to get it somebody else to do. Or delete, be honest with yourself. How much shit can you say no to or get rid of so you can get more time back? So that is the Eisenhower matrix. Number eight, the most important thing in the world, ladies and gents. And I'll put this in, in big, big, big words. No one cares. You think everyone cares. You think everyone cares about your product or service. You think everyone cares about the amount of effort and time that you put into something, but they don't. The only person that matters is you. So many people get caught up in the opinions of other people, not knowing that they're not really thinking about you. Ask yourself this. This last two weeks, have you been sitting there mulling over what somebody else is doing and talking shit about them? No. You're so caught up with your own problems and issues in your life that you're just focusing on you and your family and other people. You know, you and your family and the most important people to you. Yet you allow other people's opinions and criticisms in your head that prevent you from doing stuff. They don't fucking matter. But when you understand that, look, what I mean by no one cares is that you shouldn't get caught up in the opinions of other people. And whether you do things or you don't do things, no one cares. Whether you make lots of money in your business and it's a huge success, your family don't care. They'll love you no matter what. So it's totally up to you. You can be a massive success and your family will love you. Or you can not do any of this shit and your family will still love you. I know which one sounds a lot better to me. Don't get caught up in the opinions of other people. No one cares. And what you practice in private, you are rewarded for in public. No one can see you doing the work, reading the books, and beating on your craft. Only you can see that. And no one cares until you are right up there. And then they might have an opinion. And that's a good thing. Because if you're getting that criticism, it's because you're doing things that other people aren't willing to do. And even then, who gives a shit on their opinion? The reason that they have an opinion now is because they're unhappy, because they're getting caught up in the opinions of other people. No one cares. Most importantly, get that into your head. That is going to help motivate you to get stuff done. You've only got one life and you're not coming back as a tree. I will tell you that now. So, no one cares. Everyone knows a quote, hard work versus talent. Okay, Hard work beats talent if talent doesn't work. There's lots of talented individuals out there that are very good at lots of things. But the trouble with very talented people is that a lot of them are lazy because everything's come to them on a plate. Now, the amount of people that I've seen that are fucking hard workers and they're where they are today because they work hard. I say a lot of stuff with pride. When people ask me what qualifications I've got, I'm like, none. I literally, I, I think I've got a, a couple of C's in my GCSEs. Um, I failed college. I, I went for two years doing a computer certification. I only did one because I got spent most of the time getting pissed. And then I had to go to the army because I was getting a bit drunk too much on the weekends, getting in trouble, and I was probably going to go to prison. So my options were army or prison. What the army taught me was discipline, <laughs> taught me routine, taught me to beat on my craft. And a lot of people think I'm a, a talented individual. No. 
I'm a fucking hard-working individual. And luck comes the harder that you work. Something that I see is when I'm very good at something, I don't get better because I just take it for granted. So you've always got to have that beginner's mindset and understand that. Look, it doesn't matter how good you are at something. You can get good at anything if you work hard enough at it. And it's so, so, so important of that. All this marketing, all this sales, all of this funnel stuff that I'm talking about, emails, copywriting. Years, like a few years back, I was like, what the fuck is all this stuff? It was overwhelming to me. But the more that I did it, the more that I practiced it, the more that I learned, the better that I got because I was willing to put the work in to get better. And anyone can do this, absolutely anyone, if you're willing to have that work ethic and not think that everyone around you is just better than you or more talented than you. Most of the time that's not true. They've just been doing it longer. And you're comparing their chapter 10 to your chapter 2. Hard work will always beat talent if talent doesn't work. If you've got a talented, hardworking individual, fuck me. You know, they are the people who go places. So, hard work versus talent. Number 10, and the final one, ladies and gents, overwhelm and anxiety. A lot of you, over the last few weeks, of course, have probably been feeling a little bit overwhelmed and a little bit of anxiety. And a lot of overwhelm and anxiety is based on things that haven't yet happened. So you're thinking about outcome-based goals and they haven't fucking happened yet. They don't actually exist. You've just created them in your head. And what you end up needing to do with these is a great thing that I like to think of is I'm running as fast as I can towards a horizon. And when you're running towards a horizon, what happens? It doesn't get any closer. And that's when the overwhelm and anxiety starts to, you know, starts to come about. If you stop, okay, running towards a horizon and you look behind you, what happens is you see how far you've come. So, so, and also if you stop, then you're no longer looking forward, you're looking around you. And that is, the analogy of that is so important. You are so much further in your business now than you were three weeks ago. You are so much further in your business now than a year ago. And sometimes you just need to stop for a second, look around you and go, I'm going to be making money on the internet, on my laptop. That is fucking cool. I'm not working eight pounds an hour in a fucking shop. I have my own business. I have people that follow me. I have people that listen to me and people that buy my products and services. Life is fucking good. And you have to remind yourself about that all the time. You're in this incredible opportunity. You are watching this live stream, probably, hopefully, on an iPhone, which probably costs a thousand pounds. I used to work in Mogadishu, Somalia, and Kenya. A thousand pounds is three years' wages for somebody. Sometimes gratitude is something that you need to practice daily in order to stop this. So many people look at where they need to be instead of not really realizing where they are. And life is pretty fucking sweet. And when you think about it like that, you chill the fuck out. Yeah, you've got to get places. Yeah, you've got to get stuff to do. But if you didn't have that, what else are you going to fucking do? If you had everything that you ever wanted in life, life would be fucking boring. You need goals. You need a little bit of stress. You need to really, really focus. You need to sometimes feel a bit overwhelmed and anxiety. Because your anxiety and nervousness are the same things. But so is nervousness and excitement because you're pushing the needle forward. And when you start to feel overwhelmed, it's because we're, we're coming here, ladies and gents, the said, we're placing a specific adaptation 
to an imposed demand. What I'm demanding for you over the next eight weeks is more than you've ever done before. You know, that's why it's overwhelming you because you've been going at a pace and I'm like, no, you need to move faster. You need to go harder. You need to think bigger. You need to think bigger. And at the moment, you're like, fuck. But when you start to see the results from your efforts, you're like, fuck, Jamie was right. It's like, yeah, you just need to push harder. And of course, that's what I learned when I built my gym and I had to, I had to earn twice as much money because it was like, no, that's not good enough, Jamie. You need to think bigger. And as soon as I started thinking bigger, you realize your potential. So ladies and gents, that is my confidence masterclass. Get better at sales, okay? Get a good relationship with that sales. Fuck ups are good, okay? Fuck up more. Specific adaptation to imposed demands, okay? You get better the more stress that you place on yourself and that's what you grow. Stress plus rest is growth. Yes, we want to play stress, but don't forget that important thing about rest and recovery. Three investments, invest, your time in having it off, invest time in having yourself, um, sorry, invest time in yourself, getting happier, healthier, fitter and stronger, exercising, eating right, reading, all that kind of stuff, and investment in other people. Invest time in other people, and that's not just about giving people money to get better, invest time in your family, invest time in others that you love, okay, because that's going to make you better. Asking for help is a sign of strength, not weakness, don't be afraid to ask for help, Do defer, delegate, delete. That quadrangle saves me so much time, makes me a lot more productive. No one cares. You don't need to launch products if you don't want to. You can sit and do what everyone else is doing, but you're not happy and I wouldn't be happy either, which is why you've invested in TM60 because you want more from yourself and from your business. Hard work versus talent. Fuck talent, okay? Doesn't matter what you're naturally good at. It's what you're willing to fucking work for. And finally, overwhelming anxiety. Remember what I said about that um, horizon, running towards the horizon. You'll get an overwhelming anxiety because you're never going to fucking reach it. Because as soon as you reach your goal, it's like jumping up the top of a mountain. You've got to come back down the mountain and look for the next one to climb. Okay, that is life. So chill the fuck out from time to time. Look around at your surroundings and realize life's pretty good. And also look back a couple of years because what you know now in your business is a lot more than what you knew back then. Ladies and gents, hopefully you enjoyed that. Hopefully that was beneficial. Hopefully there's plenty of knowledge bombs for you to take away there. And I will catch up with you soon. Adios, amigos.